What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Hey, it's Monique. Welcome back. This is episode 114 of the Brown Vegan Podcast. And with this show, I love to present veganism from a practical perspective to help everyday people go vegan in a way that feels good to them with motivation, conversations, inspiration, all of the great stuff that this lifestyle is all about. You can find out more about what I do and how I do it at brownvegan.com. And don't forget to come follow me on Instagram. I'm at brownvegan over there as well. So yes, thank you so much for tuning in or welcome if you are new. As always, I have another great guest for you. I swear I have like the best guest on my podcast. And this is not an exception to that. You may know Jasmine as Diary of a Mad Black Vegan on Instagram. She is just, has such an amazing (laughs) energy. One of these days I like have to have like a drink or something with Jasmine because she's just so damn fun. On this conversation, we're going to talk about why she decided to become a vegan for her health, for the animals, for the environment, and of course, for the culture and why she believes representation is so important when you are in this community as far as being a black vegan and just showing people that this is a way that you can do it and be fabulous at it at the same damn time. We also talk about cooking and how she's able to veganize some of her favorite dishes, how she was able to get her immediate family on board. I know she told me that one of her sisters was vegan before she became vegan. But at this point, I feel like the whole family, as far as her immediate family, are really making strides to be vegan. So that's always a great thing. Just inspiring other people around you to do this with love is always, always the best way to go. We also dive into how veganism allowed Jasmine to really step into her own and to be true to herself. You know, she always, of course, she said she's always been a leader, but veganism just took it up so many more notches and she's it has opened her up as far as her creativity. And as she said, it really has been the best decision that she's made for her life. As always, you can find the show notes for this conversation at brownvegan.com under episode 114. Be sure to also check out Jasmine's wearable brand, which is called Boo Junkie. You can purchase some of her earrings at MooJunkie.com. So, yes, without further ado, let's go ahead and jump right into the conversation with Jasmine. I went vegan because for three reasons, for my health, for the environment, for the animals. But, you know, I always like to add a little fourth reason, which is for the culture, because 
The representation of it all for me is something that helped me go vegan, seeing other black vegans out here doing it, making their food, like veganizing soul food, veganizing all types of different stuff. Like that was something that really made me decide I can do this. And for me, I kind of reached the point in my life where just doing research and if you know better, you do better. Like really seeing the stuff that's being done to these animals, the torturing of it all. And I don't know why it didn't sit with me until like I went vegan. I mean, you know, you hear about stuff, but it was just something about like really seeing the research and actually watching the videos that I kept putting off when I was not vegan. And seeing what's really being done in these factories and just seeing a connection to the environment, as I mentioned, the way in which like it being one of the leading causes of climate change, animal agriculture being that, you know, it's just it's like when you see all this stuff, all this evidence, it's on you to make a decision as to what you're going to do for your life. And for me, that last piece of the culture, just seeing black vegans out here living their best life. I was like, what am I doing? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Why like, let me get with the winning team and take care of my body. And it's just so many winning, so many benefits to it. So that's all encompassing as to why I'm vegan. Yes. And all the good reasons. I think that culture thing is underrated because seeing people that look like us doing this is big motivation. Because yeah. a lot, I mean, think about it like 10 years ago, people weren't really as open. Well, people were open about it, but it didn't look like it looks now. Like I see exactly. everyday people doing this. And <laughs> I used to, back in the day when I would see vegans, I saw like they look like hip, you know, hippie kind of like the stereotypical what people think vegans look like. And just seeing everyday people doing this and doing it well, is just it's very, very motivating. Exactly. Yes. And, you know, what us as people, we need representation in all facets of life. But really seeing that, like, on, especially in things where it was like, oh, only white people, you know, it being that type of thing. And then seeing black people like from the hood, black people from all different walks of life doing this and just taking back their health. And, you know, it's one thing for me to like research and know, like, why do I need to eat slave food? You know, like that was a big thing for me because I like to, you know, do my research when it comes to like black history and just knowing in which the ways in which racism was intertwined throughout that whole thing of the stuff that the staples that are in black African-American diets, like just the way in which that that's something that has been allowed us to have be dying from preventable diseases for centuries to the point where that stuff is still in our blood and passed down, you know, through our blood genetically, you know, and not even genetically, but, you know, it's, it's the traditions. So I think for me, it was really kind of just saying no to that and taking change in my life. Yes, yes. So what were some of the things, because I know you've been a vegan for what, two and a half, almost, has it been two, about two and a half yeah, years I now? three years, August 12th this year. Mm-hmm. Hey, okay, that's what's up. <laughs> so what were some of the things, because I know that before you became vegan, I know in previous conversations that we've had, you were kind of like a little nervous about doing this to be vegan. So what were some of the things that kind of held you back in the beginning before you started? Girl, and I say before I went vegan, what held me back from being vegan? Yeah. Like when you were thinking about it, I know you said you held off watching some of the videos, which a lot of people do. I understand why, because they, you know, in your gut that you should change, but you don't want to. Right. So you're like, uh, you feel like you don't want to lo- You feel like you're going to lose out on something. So exactly. what were some of the things you were concerned about? Cause I know that you have like a Caribbean background. <laughs> yeah. I know you were concerned about some of the food. So <laughs> outside of like cooking some of your favorite foods, what were some of the other things you were concerned about? I think it was, you know, really for me, truthfully, it comes down to in-group, out-group. 
as much as we like to say we don't care about what people think, you know, at the end of the day, we're all social animals. And, you know, being a part of an in-group, being a part of our group, and I've never been the type to be like a follower, but I like, I always like, you know, had like a leadership capability, always been the bossy type shit growing up, you know, but <laughs> leading, you know, off the beat of my own drum. But still, it's still that dynamic when you around circles with your friends and it's like, oh, everybody going to McDonald's after the club, you know, you like, uh, y'all, it's, you know, like <laughs> it's that mm-hmm. dynamic. And just like, I think so many people, and for me at that time, just thinking, dang, this is going to be a drastic change. You know, and I think we fear change so much. And it really comes to the fear of the unknown. When you've done something for so many years, you know, I was 26 when I went vegan. Was I 26 or 25? Girl, I don't remember. We're going to say 26 or 3 or 29. Okay, it was 26. (laughs) Literally, I was like at a point where I'm like, you know, you think about your life. Like, it's like your life flashes before your eyes when you're like, okay, so what is that going to look like, you know, for the rest of my life? I'm doing this for the rest of my life. And I think we as human beings, we tend to fear making decisions for things that are going to be done for the rest of our lives without realizing the benefits of something going well, you know? And so I think that was something that that took me to have you like that. And of course, you know, like the food, like you mentioned, you know, having a Caribbean culture and all that, like, you know, you think you're going to miss out on all these different things. But at the end of the day, a lot of stuff that those things were killing our people, <laughs> like literally what good did we ever do? You know, it's like when people are like, oh, you missing out. It's like, no, I, I taste it. I had it. I synced it. I know what it tastes like, but I was sitting on the toilet afterwards and I was suffering. You know, like, so it's that dynamic. <laughs> you know what, Jasmine? <laughs> Did you did you figure out some of your favorite foods? Like I know I want I'm at one point your dad did a video on your yes. YouTube channel. And so do you do a lot of that veganizing a lot of the food that you grew up eating? Absolutely. It's imperative. And I think for me when I went vegan, I was like, hold on, I got to know like I literally took a whole year to transition because I had to teach myself to make all those things. I was like, if I'm gonna make this decision. I know I got to be making sure I'm eating good because I don't play about food. Like It's got to be good. So I literally made sure I was like, okay, what are my favorite foods? And I literally was just like, okay, what's my favorite Guyanese Caribbean food? So the curry, like, you know, and my parents have been really amazing in like really kind of transforming their own diet a little bit. Like my dad, you know, like, like y'all saw him do on my YouTube. And that was so sweet. He did that for my birthday. Like he surprised me with that. He makes a cook up rice is a staple like Guyanese dish. And literally it's, you know, it's made from coconut milk, but there's thing like they put like all types of, all types of slave food ingredients. If we're going to call it a thing, a thing <laughs> in mm-hmm. there. Right. And he started to learn, as we told him like that, you know, you could veganize it as we learn how to veganize all the Caribbean stuff. So like dad, all you got to do is this. And he realized it. Oh, that's simple. You know, cause it's simple. It's literally like you cutting back all the time it takes to cook that dead animal flesh by not including it. So you're like, it's quicker and it's easier. So he learned that very quickly. And so he, he veganized his cook up rice. And, you know, that was such a special moment because now we can all enjoy something because food is something that brings families together. And I think that that's a moment where people who are deciding to go vegan, they fear that as well. They're like, I'm not going to be able to sit at the table with Thanksgiving and enjoy, you know, because as a black community, we do do this type of thing where it's like food has been something like so food. Just food is just something that brings us together that when someone makes a decision to be vegan, it's like a castration from the society. Honestly, it's really weird. Oh, you know, they really take it seriously and they take offense to it. But when you're able to veganize those same meals that brought y'all together, it's a whole different bond. 
you know, it really takes it to the next level. And it's really true love because you know that this stuff is actually helping us. It's not going to kill us. So, yeah. Yes. So, so true. So what are some of your favorite dishes that you veganized over the last few years? I call the fusion of the food that I make Carib Soul because it's, you know, my father's from Guyana, South America. My mom is from Ypsilanti, Michigan, right outside of Detroit. So we have always had growing up the best of both worlds, you know, having a Caribbean culture and also having black culture, <laughs> well, African-American black culture. And everybody always loved all of our events that we did as a family. Like if we had graduation parties, people was always coming for the food. <laughs> they know they're going to get the Caribbean food and that bomb soul food. So it was just like, that type of thing. So for me, I made sure I veganized all of that. The mac and cheese, you know, we're not going to do the fried chicken, but we're going to do the fried oyster mushrooms. We're going to hook it up. Like, we're gonna put the Have same you always food. been a cook though, Jess? You always been a cook? Well, no, not necessarily. Actually being vegan actually really kind of propelled me into my culinary obsessions, honestly. I, I, I cooked here and there. You know, I was kind of one that would like prepare food and stuff. But, you know, I remember like not really grasping it because back when I wasn't vegan, I was like scared of, oh, I got to learn how to clean a chicken. I got to learn, like, I was like, that's just too much. Like even at that time. So when I went vegan, I was like, oh, <laughs> gotta worry about none of that stuff. And it just became easier for me. So since I went vegan, I really became like more of a cook. So yeah. Yeah. That's the case for a lot of us. Like we just used to kind of throwing something in the oven before you go vegan. And then when you go vegan, you're like, okay, <laughs> if I want to <laughs> eat and I want to eat well, I got to figure out how to make this work. So yeah, that's relatable yeah. for sure. For sure. I want to talk about your mom because I think she like you don't show her enough. I know because of the pandemic, you probably haven't been around her as much. But <laughs> how has it been with her? Because she is so funny. I love when you supposed her last year on Instagram. <laughs> so how have things been? I know you said that because of this lifestyle is bringing y'all closer together. Y'all are eating better. Mm-hmm. But you think that your mom would ever go completely vegan? Do you think? You know, we working on mama and I believe that she will because, and uh, we, <laughs> my sisters and I, we were joking, like literally my sisters and I are all vegan as of this year. Our oldest sister, Brittany, she just went vegan. So all three of us are vegan oh. now. So we like the three hey, vegan so. hocus pocus witches out here. Like, but literally we laugh at our mom because she is amazing. And like, I mean, I gave my dad props in veganizing meals but mama veganized so many different soul food meals like the fried corn the collard greens, like just so many different things she's she's learned to do and the other day i've noticed when i was over there you know how when you like to steal groceries from your parents house you know that's a right a pass <laughs> oh that's grocery shopping oh we ain't stealing we grocery shopping right. grocery shopping girl I, that was that's a whole move so every time i go over there i was like to see what they got girl I opened the freezer and mama had Morningstar, Gardein, like all, all of these. She had a whole vegan freezer. And I was like amazed. I was like, look at mama. She had all the vegan ice cream, everything in there. I said, look at her. You know, the, that same freezer that I grew up seeing hot dogs and steaks and all types of craziness. And she had like literally, Monique, there was not one non-vegan item in there. I was like wow. amazed. And she said, yep. She kept telling us, mama's on board, mama's on board. Like she literally is trying to she's in the process and I think she may get to that moment because she's starting to do more research and we laugh at her because she'll come to us and you know I was reading the other day or I was listening to somebody and they said this and it'd be the same things we've been saying for years <laughs> but yeah, I'm sorry else. else right right <laughs> but I feel like she's on that path she's amazing in a way in which she's like slowly taking out things and she's really working with my dad like you know to incorporate more meals like I literally popped up on them the other day to like get something or whatever. And they were having a whole vegan meal. 
<laughs> literally. And they didn't know I was coming. And she's like, oh, you want to We got someone. And I'm sitting there thinking, oh, let me see what she got. I'm about to eat a side that she got, you know, expecting that. And she had a whole meal. And I was like, mom, you're really doing this. And she said, yeah, you know, I'm really on board. And so, you know, both my parents are very well educated, very well all into like literally transforming things and learning new information. But food always tends to be that type of thing that has people stuck. But I'm slowly starting to see how they really are educating themselves and really making a change for the better. And it really gets to goes to show you at any age you can do this. You know, they are and I I mean I don't I ain't ashamed to put their age out there. They always joke around and be like, Y'all about seventy, but they really are, you know, my dad is in his early sixties, my mom is in her late fifties, but she's fifty nine. And it's it's never too late. This is the perfect time for them to start doing that. And they look so good. I saw them the other day. I was like, y'all look so good. They coming down off, you know, some the weight and stuff and just looking so much more youthful. And I just love to see that. So, yes, yeah. that is dope. That is dope. And then uh, I'm sure they got energy like you because, Lord, <laughs> let's talk about your energy. <laughs> you are like one of my favorite, favorite pages to follow. First of all, you are so, so consistent on Instagram. So we're going to talk about that because I always love to talk about that are behind the scenes of like people, creative people like you, mm. you are always working on something. <laughs> That's what I noticed. <laughs> Food, your painting, you're doing mood junkie with your earrings. Yeah. I mean, you just have so much going on. So let's talk about that. Like as far as your Instagram, what is your motivation to be so consistent on there? Cause I feel like you're posting like at least twice a day, but it's like good quality posting. You ain't just throwing up something real fast. Right. So let's talk about that. <laughs> like what, what's your motivation with Instagram? Girl, honestly, my community keeps me going. Literally, I think, and it's about having accountability partners. And I think with my following, it has helped me keep help keep me accountable because I'll, you know, I'll wake up somebody I don't feel like posting, but I'll get some comments. Somebody, oh girl, can you show me how to do da-da-da? Or somebody might be like, Oh my god, I love your energy. Y'all know how much I look forward to this and that. And I'm such an empath. <laughs> I'm like, okay, like that feeds me, and I'm like, yep. Yeah, let me get back at it. And it really is just fun for me, Monique, honestly. Like, it's just literally like, I might as well be recording the craziness I'm doing on the daily. Like, it's like not even, it's not even anything for me to even put on the show. This is literally my real life. I real life live like this. And what's the difference of me just pressing a little red button <laughs> when y'all to get a glimpse? And so that's it. literally it. But I love, you know what I love? I love the balance of it all, right? Because I feel like sometimes mm-hmm. when you can follow somebody and it's just super, super healthy, not saying there's nothing yeah. wrong with that. Cause I mean, there's definitely a place for that. Right. But I feel mm-hmm. like there's some balance. You'll have a cocktail on there. You'll have a, you'll have a salad. You'll have some <laughs> garden. You have whatever. It's such a balance because I think the truth of it is this lifestyle is, it really is kind of all over like that. You know what I'm saying? It's not yeah. this this one dimensional thing that people think it is. It's like, it's not just eating veggie burgers every day. You know, it's exactly. whatever you want it to be. So exactly. I love that you showcase that. Thank you. And people need to see that because I, I know that that's what helped me become vegan. Seeing yes, the versatility of it all. And I think because people do tend to think it's one dimensional and it's limiting. Like people are like, what do you eat? Or how, I, well, you, what you mean? You can't go without, you know, and it's just like, no, I'm going to show you what I do. I'm a vegan that drinks. So <laughs> I'm going I'm to show you a vegan cocktail. And I'm also going to show you this salad. And I'm also going to fry up these mushrooms in some deep frying oil. Like, but it's going to be grapeseed oil. <laughs> you know, like, it's going to be too. You're going to get my little yeah, dance. Right. <laughs> yeah. And I'm going to, exactly. I'm going to dance with it. You're going to see the mood junkie earrings. Like I am an eclectic crazy, carefree black woman. And I love that. I love living this life. And when I came into my senses of really being just willing to express myself truly as to who I am, 
it was just no turning back for me. And I decided that this is what I'm going to live. And I want to encourage others to do that. People need to see that this is this is what you're going to get. And it's it's a better life. <laughs> I'm living my best life. Before I was vegan, non-vegan, I like it wasn't this popping. Like, you know, <laughs> when you are. And it really, it, it really is the people, like I mentioned, Monique, like people don't understand how far those comments go. Like if you go out of your way, and some people might even think if somebody has followers, like, oh, well, they have a good following. They not worry about my comments. Trust and believe I am. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. it's some of the comments people don't even realize. I would like, you know what? You made a difference in my entire day just by commenting that. Like literally. So mm-hmm. don't be afraid to be yourself. You know, I'll, I'll twerk in the kitchen with next to a smoothie while I'm, my smoothie is blending. I don't care because that's how I'm living my life. So. <laughs> It's Monique hopping in real quick to let you know that I put together a vegan starter kit for you. So if you are vegan curious or you're a vegetarian, I put together some steps that you should take in order to make vegan life a reality for you. In the vegan starter kit, I go over meal planning, grocery shopping, eating out, and all of the steps that you need to take to get started right now in a very practical way. Head over to brownveganvip.com to download the free vegan starter kit. That's brownveganvip.com. Let me ask you this though, Jazz. Were you one of those people that you felt like it took some time to get like used to being who your true self on social media, or have you always been like this? I mean, since you, I've been following you, always been like this. But have you always? <laughs> yeah, I've always, I've always been like this. But in true Gemini fashion, I love a good audience. <laughs> so literally, like when people gas me up and hype me up, <laughs> it is my craziness. But I really truly has have always been like this girl. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, that's great though. It's important to show, like you said, that representation is everything, and just Absolutely. show every day black folks doing this is how you mm-hmm. motivate people. It's crazy because at one point I used to feel like I wasn't because I didn't fit into that box. I still don't fit into that box. Mm-hmm. I used to feel like okay, I don't really have a place in this community because. Mm-hmm. I'm going to do what I want. I'm going to eat these, these plain laid potato chips. I'm going to drink my cocktail. Like we, what? We were texting. We were doing voice texting the other night and I was drinking. So a lot of times I feel like I don't fit into it. So I think that when you live, like you said, live your best life, it does give other people permission to just be who they truly are. So I love that. I really, really do. Let's talk about Mood Junkie because that's where mm-hmm. I want to go next. What was your inspiration to put your earring brand together? Because they are so creative. And I didn't realize until, I know I'm late, but I didn't realize until recently that you were so artsy. <laughs> yeah. Even though you have the earrings and I know you're always painting and doing all these different things. I just didn't realize yeah. that. So yeah, what was your motivation? Uh-huh. Yeah, so truthfully, girl, honestly, just living, being true to who I am. And I, a lot of people didn't know that I was an artist and that I was a creative because I think with me, I've always been a multifaceted person who has kind of shied away at times from showing them all as a tendency to not overwhelm others. And that's an unfortunate thing. And I think that's a dynamic like other people, like one of my the vegan girlfriends, Najla, she literally, she, her and I are kind of similar at that same point. Like we do so many different things and we feel overwhelmed and we honestly kind of go through that thing where it's like, you know, you don't want to overwhelm others either. People like, you know, because people don't really, it's always been a weird thing. I've always been that child that knows how to do a bunch of different stuff. And one day I might be doing this and the other day I might be doing that, but I must do me. <laughs> you know. And I think growing up when you hear, you need to get this girl in some program, she need to pick one, like that type of dynamic. And it's like, but why? And I think for me, when I came into really being true to who I am, 
I just was like, you know what? I'm going to just do it all. And so like my inspiration from that, and I, I wanted to start put show, showcasing some more of my art on like my Diary Mad Black Vegan page, you know, just to kind of show like, this is my life. Like, this is the stuff like I'm hiding. Like, it's some posts that I might post on my personal account and may not post to my vegan page. But I'm like, uh-uh, they're going to get all of it. <laughs> why not? So like, we used to kind of make you feel like you had to dim your light. Is that what you mean when you say that? Yeah, absolutely. Because I think, unfortunately, people tend to not want to see their lackings in themselves. And so because of that, they want to dim other people's lights. And so it's literally, you know, so you feel, you have this feeling where it's like, and I just remember this growing up. I just remember this, you know, in all of my entire life, like this feeling like, ah, let me tone it back. Let me tone it back. They ain't ready for that. <laughs> I was just there like, but I'm now at this age where I'm like, no, they're going to get all of it. And so like with Mood Junkie, you know, I always been the type of person to be, like I mentioned, you know, eclectic, wanting to wear outlandish things. And I think society has always put, especially black women in a box and, you know, corporate America alone, being that type of place where it's like, oh, you got to look a certain way, talk a certain way, this is and that. But I think when I decided I was going to stop code switching, probably was that three years ago, a bunch of different things. I started to kind of go through this process of becoming my own. And so with Moo Junkie, I literally was just like, you know what? I like to wear outlandish things. I like to wear artsy stuff and I believe in wearable art and expressing yourself. And so literally, girl, COVID sent me into Moo Junkie <laughs> because I, you know, as a true artist and for years, you know, I had, I did a business, um, Mahogany Chairs, where I did hand paint the drinkware. And I kind of put that business on a halt just because I just kind of was just going through my own process of rebranding that, but also just kind of being interested in exploring other mediums. And people are like, girl, you need to get into painting, girl, you need to get into digital art. And so kind of getting those resources and teaching myself, but I've always been the type of person to want to teach myself new things. And so when we got into coronavirus being here and girl having to be at home, I was like, I need a new outlet. I need a new creative energy to let my creative juices flow. And literally, girl, I don't know how I got the idea. I literally was just like, I'm about to buy like $100 worth of yarn. <laughs> I just bought all this yarn and was like, I'm going to teach myself. And that's what I did. And I literally was just like, you know what? I seen like these yarn balls on like Pinterest. And I was like, oh, let me just, I just made them just to make them, girl. And all of a sudden I was like, but I want to turn them into earrings. <laughs> Literally, it was like, I want to wear them. And it came, it started from there. And, you know, I love fruits. And so, you know, really teaching myself how to make these fruits out of like yarn and make them into earrings. And then, you know, I just, I just love different types of things. So now I started teaching myself how to bead jewelry and all of that different stuff grow. And so it really just launched into that. And I was like, you know what? This makes me happy. This is something I would wear. And I just made them for myself. And people started hitting me up like, girl, where do you get these earrings from? Are you want to sell these? And I was just like, okay, well, let me hit y'all with the launch. And I launched. And I mean, ever since then, people have just been hitting me up and I just love it. So, yeah. Yeah, that is such a blessing. I, it's just been a crazy year. Like, I feel like it went, It started off by being like, a lot of us were kind of like, what in the hell? What are we going to do now? And then we just found who we are. We were forced to do that yeah. in so many ways. And we were... And I love how you were being able to be creative with that. It's definitely wearable art. And I've been looking at it, but I don't even know which one I should buy because <laughs> I feel like, <laughs> like you said, it is like really, because I don't really wear makeup and I don't have like right. creative hair. So I'm like, what do, what do Girl, I, which one do I buy? 
you wear it with any and you choose it. And that's the thing. Like, that's why I call it mood junkie because just it's, it's something for every mood. And people are, and you know, it was funny. People always tell me that, girl, I don't know which one to get. <laughs> I'm like, well, what, what makes your mood? Like, what's your mood? And that's why I made it. Cause I call myself a mood junkie. It's a playoff of words. Cause I'm a mood junkie. You know, as I mentioned, I'm a Gemini with a multitude of moods and personalities. And I embrace that. But also by saying like, being a, a junkie, like, oh, I love to have my different moods, but also my moods are junky in my mind. Like my mind is very junky because I'm doing so many different things and I overwhelm myself, but I'm going to just put that all out there. So I'm going to show y'all a multitude of different areas that each one looks different. You just choose which one might be rocking with your spirit. Let's <laughs> just let it go. Yeah. Okay. All right. I think the blue, I think you have some blue ones with like, it's two or three different palms together. Is that mm-hmm. it? I like those. I think I'm going to start off with those. <laughs> so what about the Halloween ones? How have that, how's that been doing as far as the Halloween ones? Yeah, yeah girl, people have been loving that. And, you know, I kind of just got into my creative spirit of using the reels like on Instagram or like TikTok and stuff. You know how you can put the different things oh, together. I'm at the reels on Instagram. Oh, man. <laughs> I, love it. I love when you post. Oh, they are so creative. Like, what does that process even look like? Girl, it's just simple. I mean, you just, you know, the fact that they allow you to play, will record, stop whenever, come back. You can change your clothes. Like, you know, it's your own camera tricks. It's literally as simple as that. Like, so I literally, you know, I kind of started doing that because I have so many different earring styles. Like I literally just be like, okay, Ooh, if I'm launching a new earring line, like, or a new collection, I'm just going to change outfits, change earrings, change makeup and stop record, stop record. And it puts it together simply so it's seamless. And so it makes it seem like it took a lot more effort than it did. But the more effort was me just changing my clothes. <laughs> like, yeah, but I think it's so, so genius the way you're using the Instagram Reels to promote. Am I right? Yeah, <laughs> it like it people, yeah, people love it like that. Like with the Halloween and doing Nicki Minaj's verse off a of monster to premiere <laughs> the Halloween collection. Like people went crazy off of that. And, you know, I've been loving Halloween orders is coming in. It's, I think it's that people seeing themselves in a multitude of things because I feel like if you have this one thing, people may not identify with that, but diversity of it and variety. People are like, oh, I like this one at the collection. Or I might like this one. So, yeah, it's just been, and Halloween is my jam. Like I don't play about Halloween. <laughs> I can tell. Like, I gotta go hard for this one because I like to wear, like, I want to wear a big ass pumpkin on my ears. Like, yes, <laughs> you know, people love it, and I think I bring so much representation to little kids. Like, girl, the looks I get from little kids wearing these earrings cracks me, and that's what keeps me going. Like, I'll be in Target, and the little girl just be staring at me. Cause I know she's never seen anything like this before. Like, you know, and it's just like, and it's cute. Cause you know that she's like admiring it. And it's just like, you know, as a child, you think of little things like, Oh, I want to do that when I grow up, you know? So it's always cool to really see that. So, yeah. Yeah. So what do you see as far as mood junkie within like the next year? Like, what are your goals? I'm, have you even gotten that far as far as your vision? Girl, no, I haven't. <laughs> I really I, I, that's why I was like, dang. As soon as I said it, I was like, you probably haven't even thought that far because it's so much going on this year. And like you said, you just kind of yes. put yourself in it. So yeah. Girl, yeah, it's so much going on. And as I mentioned, I have so many different brands that I just, I'm at this point, I'm kind of doing some strategic planning and really trying to just get them all together and make them all, not necessarily make sense, but just keeping something consistent that I can keep going I've always been someone that's worked with their hands, you know, whether it is my art, you know, and just painting or all types of different stuff. And my sisters always joke with me. They're like, you better keep them hands protected. Like, you know, because I used to do their hair, you know, and they always be worried about my hands. Like, I know you ain't fault. How you how your hands? Like, you know, 
you know, I'm like, I'm sick of y'all. And it's just funny, but like, you know, really trying to think of the way in which to sustain things, of course, is to mass produce. And unfortunately, capitalism puts us into that standpoint. So the handmakers of, of us like that, we tend to be like, dang, you know, this can only go for so long. But girl, I'm just hopeful. And I'm literally just at this point, it feeds my spirit. It feeds my soul. And I'm looking to strategize, but I'm enjoying this moment. And how much is it for me in this year? That's crazy. It has been my therapy. And for right now, that's what it's been, girl. And I'm rocking with it. So I love it. Yes, I love that. I love that so much. Let's talk about YouTube because I know a lot of people, I mean, but you're so creative. Of course, you're going to be on multiple platforms. So how has that been for you? Do you enjoy YouTube as much as Instagram? Like, what what does that look like? I love YouTube, but the only thing about YouTube is it takes more time. Instagram, TikTok, I get my videos out like that. You know, because it's just like quick editing process. Boom, boom, boom. Add your effects, add your filters. Boom, it's out instantly. And I think that they're the new wave of that because I can get so much more done through that. But I love YouTube, though, because I've always wanted to get on there. And I think as fast as some things tend to be in this world, you kind of do need a little bit more time to explain things and to flesh things out. And with this lifestyle, people need explanation. People need story. People need all of that. And that's going to take time to develop. And so I'd like to, in the process in my strategic planning right now, like with my brands and stuff, is I'm trying to flesh out which videos to put on YouTube, which ones to do Instagram and TikTok and all that stuff. So some of the more important ones that like, you know, my how I went vegan store, all that stuff is going to be more so on YouTube and like the really extensive recipe videos are going to be on there where I need to explain a little bit more you know, and provide the story around it. So I do love it though. Yes, you are so creative. I'm loving it too. So I know that you're doing more digital art. What are your plans with that? So with my digital art, I want to really help to illustrate a lot more. First off, vegan representation. I want to like do different imagery of like black vegan women, you know, whether you picking a woman picking fruits or different things like that. But also have using my lettering to provide like typography around how to go vegan, different little vegan tips, but in an artistic way. I noticed like the lettering has really stood out for a lot of different people. And I think that that's something that I definitely want to include. So I want to get a little bit more into that. So that will be coming up. So people should be on the lookout for that. Yeah. I think you already started because I saw something already. Yeah. What, what did I see? I did a bunch, of, a bunch of little different things. But right now well, I did some little witches, but that's that's different. From, I want to do some more vegan central things. And my sister, she wanted to kind of start having more vegan discussions. So she wanted like some artwork around it with some like black vegans or things like that. Or like even like doing like some like, fruit art. But that looks really, really funky and cool. So different little stuff like that. So we kind of working on working out some pieces on that. Yeah, sounds good. All right. So before we wrap up, let us know some tips. Give us some tips that people should consider if they want to go vegan. So people consider they want to go vegan first. Learn how to veganize all your favorite meals. Literally. Think about what it is that you love that, you know, like for me, it's pizzas, tacos, desserts, all of that. So I had to figure out how to veganize all those different options. And also find vegetables that you like, but also make a list of vegetables that you may be interested in exploring. It's okay. I think people (laughs) feel like when you're vegan, you like every single vegetable and people are shocked. Like if they offer me something that they, they're like, oh, it's vegan and it's spinach. And I'm like, I don't like spinach though. I don't like eggplant. (laughs) People think like you like all of these different things. I think that, yeah, you just kind of come into it on your own and just find vegan pages to follow. I cannot stress that enough. 
literally find vegan pages to follow and, you know, a lot, keep them on your timeline. Literally. And that's something that helped me when I was going vegan. Like my sister told me that she was like, no, follow all these black vegans, follow all these different vegan people that are doing different things in the community because your timeline, where are you the most at? Like I'm always constantly on Instagram and you know, the information we see, we feed our brains is what is going to be in our subconscious. So literally if you're seeing more representation of people making vegan items, that's going to make you take, that's going to keep you going. And so that's why like I'm constantly posting as much as I do. And, you know, we had kind of talked a little bit about the meme page. That's why we're doing funny stuff with the baddest vegan, literally, because it's funny to us. And it's, it's circumstances, the situations that we go into as black vegans or just vegans at that. And it's like, you need to see how hilarious <laughs> these Yo, that page is. I'm telling y'all, everybody go follow this meme page. I'm going to link it. It is funny. <laughs> I've for a long time. I didn't even realize that was your page. I had to give her the credit because she created it initially. And Your sister, I kinda, right? Yes, my sister. She created it initially and literally she cracks me up. And some people follow her at Side Convos and she people thought her and I were the same person for a very long time. <laughs> like here we send messages. I'm like, I'm sorry, like, did we talk before? And I'm like, oh, I thought this was at Side Convos. I'm like, no, this is Diary Black like, Vegan. This that's my sister. Like, what are y'all talking about? But so literally, like, we came on board together because like I would give her ideas for the joint, and then we was just like, you know what, let's do it together. And so we just been coming up with every little idea. And it's it's funny to us because there's so many different situations we walk through as vegans that people don't realize. But when you provide comedy, comedy is comic relief for so many things. And it may even be a situation that we are disgruntled about. But when you put it from a comedic lens, it makes things so much easier. And I think before I went vegan and seeing like vegan memes, it was hilarious to me even when I wasn't vegan. <laughs> so <laughs> I, I keep vegan meme pages on my timeline because those things keep me going and keep me laughing. And it's, it helps build community as well. So I would say going that's a huge tip for going vegan. Keep those things on your page and constantly do your research. No one can research things better than you and what you need to find. Like that's it. And I, I mean, people think that we are gurus as vegans and everything. No, we're constantly learning as well. I'm constantly pulling up new articles and learning different stuff, you know, and it's all a journey. It's all a process and trust the process and give yourself time to transition. That's probably my number one tip. Like I said earlier in this money, it took me a whole year to transition. And in that year, I took time to learn and figure things out and, you know, try different vegan cheese, which vegan cheese I like. You know, you're going to need to do that because you can't just take what somebody says and run with it. You got to find what works for you. So all of that encompassing, go vegan, best decision in my life. Literally number one, best decision. I would never change it for anything. Love it. Love it, Jasmine. Okay. Tell us how we can follow you. Shout out your YouTube, the main page, your your main Instagram. Tell us what to do. <laughs> Everything. Because you know I got something. Literally follow me at Diary of a Mad Black Vegan on all platforms, y'all. My website is diaryofamadblackvegan.com. Literally YouTube, Diary of a Mad Black Vegan. Instagram, Diary of a Mad Black Vegan. TikTok, Diary of a Mad Black Vegan. I mean, okay, what else? Brandon, yes. That's what I'm talking yeah. about. That's how you brand it. Everything needs to be the same. <laughs> all the same. Okay. Because I'm like, Make I'm not easy for people to find you. <laughs> exactly. They, they don't need to just keep it simple like I ain't, <laughs> I'm not dropping no hand <laughs> today the like it's all there <laughs> like literally <laughs> except for Twitter I think so I don't remember exactly my Twitter is I'll send that to you later Monique but it literally I think they 
they wouldn't let me put all the words on here, but <laughs> yeah. But how can we buy your earrings? Tell us about Mood Junkie. Like, how can we go buy earrings? Yes, Mood Junkie. You can make, you can buy some earrings that fit whatever mood you like at moodjunkie.com. M O O D J U N K Y.com. Moodjunkie.com. Yes. And on Instagram at mood, M O O D, period, junkie, J U N K Y. Yes. Thank you so much, Jasmine, for being on the show and always being a pleasure and so Girl, fun. Thank you for all that you're doing. You're doing amazing and you've been an amazing mentor to me. And I just want to thank you for that. You are killing it, girl. So I love oh. to admire all the work you're doing. So keep doing it. Thanks so much for listening to this episode of the podcast. All of the show notes will be at brownvegan.com. So check those out. Also, let me know what you thought of this episode. Come hang out with me on Instagram. My handle over there is at brownvegan. Have a great day and I will talk to you next week. Mike Rowe here with a radical idea. If you want to see more companies make more things in this country, Buy more things from more companies who make things in this country. I refer in this case to the incredible t-shirts, sweatshirts, blue jeans, and more made by my friends at American Giant. Everything American Giant makes is made in the United States. And right now, you can take 20% off your first order at American-Giant.com slash Mike. That's American-Giant.com slash Mike. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.